Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news and sometimes interviews. This is episode 37, recorded Sunday, February 21st, 2021. I'm your host, Charles Current. In today's episode, police break into a home. Another bad lockpick article, but not as bad as the last one. Locksmith versus aliens. Thinking criminals. Lock, other lockpicking criminals. New sale and several new giveaways. You can find the audio version of this podcast on most podcasting apps. You can find the video version on YouTube currently and hopefully soon some other places. Uh, some of the platforms, including YouTube, limit my ability to post long show notes that have all the clickable links and everything in them. So if you're using one of those platforms, you can always find all the links used in the show at thelocksportscast.com. A quick correction for this week. On episode 34, I mentioned HV Logic's giveaway, and I said the entries closed February 1st. That was incorrect. The entries actually don't close until the 28th. So, um, if you're interested at all, make sure you listen to the giveaway section at the end of the podcast, and I'll have all the details again this episode. This will be, I guess, your last week to enter. So, I apologize for that mistake. Be sure to check those out if you're interested. And for announcements this week, the Lockie Awards is still running our voting until the 28th of February. So last count, we had 36 people vote. So if you would head over there, if you haven't already voted and get your vote in, I would appreciate it. Uh, Last full week to do so. Also, for anybody who's interested, I created a new podcast, sort of. One of my Things I enjoy doing is listening to safety investigation meetings and reports and the NTSB specifically. And their meetings are like three to five hours long when they're doing their their meetings. And oh, there's a lot of breaks and other things in there. And they're, they post them on YouTube and that's not a convenient way for me to consume them. So what I've been doing for a while now is I take the meetings I download the video, I strip the audio out, I remove the breaks, I clean up the audio, and I listen to it that way, kind of like a podcast. I came to the conclusion that maybe other people might enjoy this. If not, that's okay. It's no extra work on my part. But I contacted the NTSB and CSB and a few others, and just to verify that their content is public domain, they said, yes, it is. You can do with it as you please. So I'm posting my edits of their meetings, which don't remove any content, by the way. It's a full, the full meeting, only the silent periods are removed and there's no video. Uh, but I do post links in the show notes on those for the uh, reports and any picture archives that they have. Anyway, if you're interested, it's called the Insafety Safety Investigations Podcast, not a creative name, but uh, you can check it out. I'll have a link in the show notes if you're interested. We'll start off with the news. I came across a tweet by Tony Varelli, I believe, uh, from 3D Locksport. He had a picture of an unoccupied armored car in a snowy parking lot that said, just watched guards get out of the gas station together and not lock the doors behind them. Empty or not, that's got to break some sort of protocol. I would, I would think so. And I got curious. I haven't got a response yet, but I actually fired off an email to the company to ask them 
if that actually violates any protocol or if there's something we're not aware of, like maybe they have a remote doors with a fob that locks them or something. Anyway, it'd be interesting to see if they reply. In other news, I came across another article that's pretty bad about, it was titled 10 Best Lock Picking Set. It was posted on February 18th by a Michael Goldman. And really, it's nothing but a list of crappy lockpick sets on Amazon, and there's appears to have been little effort into selecting quality products. To me, it appears to be one of those posts that, like the last one, their real goal is to get people to click on their affiliate links and then buy something, because that's, that's what they're doing, is they're posting these articles with affiliate links, and they're hoping that you're going to click through those affiliate links and then buy something. Maybe the the item that they're going through for, or maybe not, but they're hoping you're going to go through their affiliate links. And they put up these crappy articles, which really just mislead customers into buying poor quality products. Another article I came across here was entitled, Bellingham Officers Assist Elderly Man by breaking into his home out of Bellingham, Washington uh, says Bellingham officers usually investigate break-ins, but Thursday night they did the breaking in officers were investigating a theft when they were approached by an elderly man saying he just walked half a mile in the cold weather to find help after accidentally locking himself out of his home. An officer gave him a ride home and two other officers followed to assist the team of canine Destro and his partner took on the locked door while another officer checked for unlocked windows. Before the lock could be picked, an unlocked window was located and an officer hopped inside to open the door. The gentleman was reportedly happy. And part of the reason I found this article interesting was that I have just I had just purchased a book entitled Tactical Lock Picking: A Systemized Approach for Responding to Locked Obstacles During Emergencies by Pat Watson of Uncensored Tactical. And I have not, but barely cracked the book. I haven't had time to really read it. But the first chapter covers a situation very much like this and using your resources. One officer does one thing, like trying to pick the lock, while another officer is trying another thing. In this case, unlocked windows, um, a good use of resources, and trying every avenue to get entry in a situation where somebody needs some help. So uh, I say very well done to those officers, and uh, I'm going to keep reading the book by Pat Watson, and we'll see what else he uh, teaches me. Another interesting story I came across this week is called Confessions of an Auckland Locksmith from Sexual Propositions to Thieving Aliens. It says, A life of cutting keys and picking locks opens many doors, Evan Broadshaw says, and behind them often lie strange situations. He should know, Smith Locksmiths Limited has been in business in Auckland for 131 years, and Bradshaw, the co-owner, has been there for 21 of those. He says he's helped police get into properties for suspected dead bodies, and he's also had a few other interesting encounters, one of which he recounts is entitled Key Stealing Aliens. He uh, recounts Rekeying locks for a lady and then the keys going missing while he's still there and then suddenly reappearing and she claims it's the aliens that take them. 
and that she hopes that the aliens don't follow him home. And in one other case, he was offered sex for payment. So it's an interesting read. I recommend you go check it out. Or if you're not into reading, there is an, a video at the top of the article, which is him telling these stories in his own words. So go check that out. Links in the show notes. I wouldn't a, be able to do it justice in my own words here. In community news this week, we'll start off with a tweet shared by Terrell. But, um, the tweet is from Legal Lockpicker, and it was his latest Makers Monday post, and he shows a giant Yale demonstration lock that's over a foot in size, he says. It's a clear lock, you know, like a clear acrylic plastic lock, but giant. It's it's massive and probably makes a great uh, in-person demonstration when you're uh, trying to demonstrate how locks work to a group or a class. Mr. Blackmagic wrote in, said he had made a new video for the DP4400 with explanations and his lock cam. And I'm going to recommend that you guys go check it out. He's got, he picks the ASA DP4400 with six barrel pins plus counter milling plus 10 serrated sliders and guts it. And he uses his down the keyway lock cam, which gives you a great insight into how the lock works and what he is actually doing while he's doing it. So I recommend you go check that out. Lock Noob put up an interesting video. Uh, crack combination lock codes. No code, no problem. And he says, in this video, I have compiled every main way I know to exploit and decode combination dial locks. They might have different shaped shackles or more and less dials. But if you know all these techniques and have lost your code, you have a good chance of finding one that works for you. And it is a very comprehensive overview of all the basic ways to get into a combination lock. So it's kind of a one stop. This is pretty much every way known to get into these things. Another video I found interesting this week was from Michael Gilchrist. It was two pin lock picking demonstration, gin spool driver pins and match counter milling. So he uses only two pins in a lock to demonstrate how to deal with the gin spool drivers and with match counter milling in the ASA locks. So I recommend you go check it out. He does a really good job of kind of talking through what he's doing, why he's doing it, how much tension he's applying while he t does his jiggle tests. Um, if you are looking at having to pick one of these locks or wanting to pick one of these locks, uh, this is a good introduction to how to go about it. Room Picker sent in the latest speed records from speedlocks.org, their uh, official speed picking website. We have the Miwa PR picked by snow in 1 minute 49.8 seconds. The American 1100 picked by Midnight Filler Picker in 2 seconds flat. MNC Color picked by Tony V8 in 50.266 seconds. The Dom Plura also picked by Tony V8 in 1 minute 36.633 seconds. The Multilock MT5 Plus picked by Georgia Jim in 3 minutes 27.2 seconds. The Lockwood 334B45 with spool drivers picked by Lemon in 5 seconds, 5.133 seconds. Bylock 12 pin by Georgia Jim in 1 minute 54.233 seconds. The Dom IX Twin Star picked by Reindeer in 43.495 seconds. 
Congratulations, gentlemen. Uh, some quick pickers there. No new karate belts that I saw, purple or above, this week. Uh, no new products brought to my attention. Uh, so this is a good chance for me to say, or a good time for me to say, just keep in mind this show is only possible because of your support. So if you value the podcast, please provide some value back to the podcast by sending in news, links, events, giveaways, anything you have that's Locksport related or anything you can do to help out. If you can think of something that you specialize in or some area of information that you have access to that maybe I don't, feel free to volunteer to to help send in some information or whatever. Uh, anything you can do really, really does help me out a lot. You can contact me at podcast at thelocksportscast.com or go to thelocksportscast.com and click on the contact tab or the support tab, and you can find all the different ways to contact me there. You can help out by sharing the podcast with others in the Locksport community. You can leave a review or a comment and a thumbs up on YouTube. You can also uh, subscribe on Patreon or donate via PayPal. If you support the show with a donation, subscription, or information that I can use in the show, I will give you a credit and uh, provide a link in the show notes. And with that said, I'd like to say thank you to the people that made this episode possible. Executive producers for this episode are the Patreon subscribers, Medler, Pandafrog, Michael Gilchrist, Starlock, Williams Brain, To Be Deciphered, and Pat from Uncensored Tactical. The chief content producer for this episode is actually going to be Joshua Gonzalez for all of his help in the sales department. Other content producers for this episode are Rune Picker, Mr. Black Magic, Sherelle, HV Logic, Pandafrog, PH Picker, Starlock, and Pocket Woman. A quick reminder, I am uh, still looking for any online Locksport communities that I may have missed or any that you are starting up, so be sure to send those in as you uh, find them. And thank you to everyone who has already done so. One the new one that was shared this week was by HV Logic. He says, I have a community Discord to add to the list. It's an Australian and New Zealand pickers Discord named Australasian Pickers. People can send HV Logic a message for an invite if you're interested. So this week, I, I ran across an article that made me think about people's security real-world security, and thinking like a thief in order to not be a victim. The uh, article that I came across that made me start thinking about it, this was entitled, Police arrest, Police arrest a Man Who Used Package to Gain Entrance to Triad Woman's House in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. It says a 22-year-old is charged with burglary and kidnapping charges Wednesday after using a package to gain entrance into a woman's house in Winston-Salem. Officers responded for an attempted burglary. When they arrived, they learned the woman responded to the front door after hearing someone knock at her door and seeing a package lying on her porch. As she opened the door, the woman said she was grabbed by a man hiding on her porch and he began to force her back into the home. The woman said she was able to get away from her home and call 911. Investigation showed that the man had entered the home and stole the woman's purse, which contained multiple credit cards and valuables. Officials learned the cards were used at a gas station on Liberty Street shortly after the theft, and video surveillance showed the subject using the card. The 
Members of the Winston-Salem Police Department gang unit recognized the suspect as 22-year-old Luke Parker Jr. Additional information solidified more of Parker's involvement, and he was taken into custody. He is being held at Forsyth County Law Enforcement Detention Center with an unclear bond amount. At the time of the incident, Parker was already out on a $30,000 bail for charges of breaking and entering, as well as safe-cracking from Stokes County. Anyone with information about this incident is asked to call the Winston-Salem Police Department. So that got me to thinking that, you know, just picking locks is is really uncommon. What we really need to do is be thinking about the whole picture. And to do that, you really need to see it from a thief's point of view. And a few things that I came across that I thought might help with that are we have a video on YouTube called Inside the Mind of a Thief, Burglar Confessions from the City of Allen in Allen, Texas. And the description says, the best way to protect yourself from becoming a victim of a home burglary is to get inside the mind of a thief. This Allen Police Department exclusive interview of career home burglar Michael Durden will open your eyes on what criminals look for when choosing a target. Says, please share this video with your friends, family to spread important crime prevention tips that can prevent you from becoming a victim. The video is about 43 minutes long. It's very thorough. And he really goes into what he looks for when he's breaking into a house, what will deter him, what won't, what will invite him in. And I thought that was a really interesting video. Another one that I found interesting. This is more local to me. This is from Channel 8 KGW. Burglar explains how he breaks into homes. This is one ride with this one uh, criminal, and they're driving around in a car through neighborhoods. He's explaining which houses he would be interested in hitting, which ones he wouldn't, and why, what discourages him. But the a lot of the things they look for are the same, and it's a, it's a much shorter video. It's uh, 12 minutes long. So if you have a chance, that is a quick one to check out. Another one is Tips from a Thief, Don't Be a Victim from the Denver Police. And it, the description says, help protect yourself with this inside information from a former professional thief. All it takes is five seconds and your purse or shopping bags you thought were safe are gone. And this one talks about vehicle theft. This guy was a professional smash and grab thief. He goes over what he's looking for uh the mistakes that people make and uh all that and how quick he can be in and out the fact that people don't pay attention in parking lots people don't call the police people don't even notice alarms going off it sounds like he was a fairly bold thief because he could just be in and out lickety split you know smash the window grab what you what you were there for and you're gone anyway It's an interesting one. So some things that I gathered from watching these videos, I compiled a couple of lists. One is things criminals like, and the other is things they don't like. Things they like, privacy fences, bushes, anything that obscures the neighbor's views of access points to your house. They don't want to be seen breaking into your house. So if you have a lot of big bushes, you have a big privacy fence in the backyard, and your neighbors can't see into your yard 
or your front porch or your back porch, that gives them an opportunity to take their time and break in without being seen. They like that. Uh, ground floor windows, especially older windows. Uh, windows in or next to the door. Empty, unemptied mailboxes. If you go away on vacation for the weekend or a week and nobody's emptying your mailbox and you have one of those older mailboxes that actually is an individual mailbox, that's a clue that nobody's home. Um, one of the thieves says he'll, he'll go by if the mailbox is full, he might go by the next day. Is the mailbox still full? Has nobody checked that mail yet? Okay. They're probably out of town. Uh, Newspapers left on the lawn. If you're going to go on vacation, stop the newspaper, uh, have the post office box or the post office hold your mail uh, until you get back. Valuables left in cars, even if they are covered by something, throwing your coat over, throwing the sunshade over, throwing a blanket over your purse or shopping bags in a car, according to the, the one thief, does not fool him. He sees the lump under that. He knows there's something valuable being hidden under there. He's going to smash that window and he's going to check. Um, he also watches for movements of people sliding things under the seat right after they park because he'll be sitting in the parking lot watching people. And if he, he sees movements that look like you're hiding something, he's going to hit your car. Just a warning. Hide it before you get to the parking lot. Uh, things they don't like. Active neighborhoods. People walking around, working in yards, nosy neighborhoods active neighborhood watch if they notice people are watching the stranger in the neighborhood they don't want to be there that is a common one that actually seems to deter them according to these gentlemen clear lines of sights if you don't have a privacy fence if you don't have bushes and all the windows and doors to your house can be easily seen by all those neighbors they don't like that that's uncomfortable they don't want to be seen they want to be able to break in unseen uh, and the one gentleman said wheelchair and access ramps, uh, because disabled people are more likely to be home all day long. So, uh, and he also said cars left in the driveway. Uh, if the car is parked in the driveway, it's very possible somebody's home. If all the cars are out of the driveway, they're probably at work. That was one, one of the things they said. So another thing to think about. Uh, another reason that this came up was, uh, here recently in town, we've had, uh, several full-size Ford trucks stolen. One of them even was attached to a trailer calling, hauling a, uh, Toyota 4Runner that was their off-road fun vehicle. And it was stolen with the trailer and the 4Runner attached. That guy got a threefer with his theft. Uh, it was right around the corner from one of, where one of my coworkers work and one of the other Fords was, a former coworker that I knew quite well that uh, had his vehicle stolen. This is evidently partially because, according to sources online, that they have easily to break door handles. It's easy to get to pop the lock cylinder out of the door, the plastic door handle, and just manually actuate the lock, the rod to get it up. And they don't have uh, immobilizers. the The chips and the keys. Evidently, Ford didn't put them in their big, full size, expensive trucks for well until 2011 ish. So, something to keep in mind. We'll move on to lockpicking criminal news out of Palo Alto, California. One arrested for February 4th Auburn burglary. Second suspect still outstanding. The 
Placer County Sheriff's Department responded to an alarm call at a storage unit. The deputies found a unit with a partially open roll-up door. Two suspects abruptly rolled up the door and ran out when they approached. One suspect, identified as James O'Dell, 36, complied with the commands of the, the deputies and was detained. The second ran away. Uh, the search of Odell's person revealed a lockpick kit. Deputies also found a pair of bolt cutters among items left by the suspects and additional storage units that they had opened. At this point, it appears that nothing was actually taken from the units yet. They charged the suspect they have with burglary, and they are still looking for the second suspect. Another article was entitled, Police Dismantle Holiday Home Burglary Ring on Spain's Costa Blanca. The Guardian Civil in the southern Costa Blanca has confirmed the arrests of 10 members of a criminal gang specializing in robbing holiday homes in, uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that, the gang, consisting of individuals from Spain, Morocco, Brazil, Portugal, and Colombia, were led by a Spaniard who dedicated himself to scoping out the empty properties before sending his henchmen in to plunder the homes. They focused on vacant holiday homes close to where the ringleader lived. In this way, the stolen loot could be easily and quickly transferred to his home without being detected. According to the local police, more than 40,000 euros worth of goods were swiped from some 27 properties. They established that five of the arrested men specialized in robbing homes, while the other five focused on selling the stolen goods. According to officials, it was a highly professional operation, and the thieves spray-painting any CCTV cameras on the properties and using lockpicks to gain entry into the homes. Not afraid to use violence, the thieves were once interrupted by a neighbor mid-robbery. They threatened him with a knife before fleeing the scene. Uh, the investigation culminated in the arrest of eight men and two women. A large number of stolen goods were recovered from the ringleader's home and have been returned to the owners, as reported by the police. Sounds like uh, another criminal ring using lockpicking. The last article is entitled, Three Accused of Trespassing in Bradford Township Home. Three people are in McKean County Jail after allegedly breaking into a vacant Bradford Township home. According to the criminal complaint, at 5.02 a.m. Saturday, Bradford Township Police responded to a report of a suspicious vehicle, a U-Haul box truck that was parked across the street from 912 High Street. People, uh, Police learned that Hardy, who has a suspended driver's license, was driving the same U-Haul a few hours prior. The police officer followed two sets of footprints that led from the truck to 906 High Street. A third set of footprints were spotted in the driveway and met the two other sets from the U-Haul. All three sets led to the rear door of the 906 High Street property. The officer noted that the rear screen door was open and the door lock and frame were damaged. Police contacted the owners of the home who confirmed the home was vacant and that no one was permitted to be there since December 11th. Since that date, the locks had been changed and a no trespassing signs were posted on the house and garage. The owners permitted police to search the home. Police allegedly found Hardy, Kirko, and Moffat inside. Marijuana and drug paraphernalia were found in the common areas of the home, and methamphetamine was also discovered in the search. A backpack belonging to Hardy contained lockpicking tools, too. 
the complaint stated. Hardy was charged with criminal conspiracy, criminal trespass, break-in into the structure, a second-degree felony, possession of an instrument of crime, a first-degree misdemeanor, possession of a small amount of marijuana for personal use, and possession of drug paraphernalia misdemeanors, and summary charges of criminal mischief, criminal mischief and driving while operating privileges were suspended or revoked. Uh, Kirkio is charged with criminal conspiracy, criminal trespassing, break-in into the structure, the secondary felony, possession of a small amount of marijuana, possession of blah, 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 blah. This is repeats for the other two. They are incarcerated in, with $50,000 bail. Preliminary hearings are set for February 24th. In sales this week, Joshua Gonzalez let us know that HooliganKeys.com has a 15% off coupon code that is NEWSTUFF21. Remember, all these coupon codes and the links to the sites where they work will be in the full show notes if you want to head to LockSportsCast.com and check those out. Also from Joshua Gonzalez is the usual, uh, for the last couple of weeks anyway, 3DLockSport.com, 10% off your order with the code PACKLOCK10. Uh, Joshua Gonzalez and Sherelle shared a while back the 15% off with the code by Mako. Mako Locks is still ha- also has their Black Friday specials page working, which the by Mako works on top of. So go ahead, check those out. UK Lock Pickers has a 10% off with the code gift. None of these have expiration dates listed, but they were all still working as of the uh, recording of the show. In giveaways this week, PH Picker has a video entitled Announcing My New Picker Giveaway, hashtag PH New Picker. Um, he's trying to give prize to a new picker, and if you're an older, more established picker who has a lot of tools, go. he would like you to nominate a new picker to win the prize, but I will let him do the explaining in his video um, I've tried to record this a few times. I keep getting tripped up trying to list his rules. So head over to PH Picker's website or to his YouTube channel and uh, check out his giveaway video. He does a much better job of explaining it than evidently I can. The contest ends on March 31st, 2021, midnight central time. He will provide shipping anywhere in the world and he will make update videos every so often. So, uh, be sure to go check that out. It's a good way to uh, get something to the new pickers in the community, which I think is a great use of a giveaway. HV Logic has a 100 subscriber giveaway running, and it's uh, on his video entitled hashtag HV Logic 100 Giveaway. Basic rules. It's a uh, wear thick gloves, minimum of five pins with at least one security Pin, pick and glove, or pick and gut in the gloves, be a subscriber. Use the hashtag HVLogic100 so he can find you. And again, this one closes February 28th. This is the one that I dropped from my rolls too early. So be sure to go check that out if you haven't already. Starlock has his uh Hashtag Operation Starburst giveaway. I will send you over to his video, How to Join Starry's Posse. Hashtag Operation Starburst video. You can check that out. He gives you all the rules. The rules are also in the description. 
Um, so go check it out. That one is active until midnight on 19th of March, 2021, and he'll be drawing on the 20th. So if you are at all interested, get over there and head and check that out. Panda Frog has his, uh, for his monthly, uh, challenge coin and lock giveaway. He has his February video is up. It is, uh, English number 146 lock picking giveaway result for 21 Jan. Big announcement and the new giveaway hashtag pandafrog 21 Feb. Uh, just a reminder, he's doing this all year long, one winner every month. Uh, so go check it out. This month's giveaway ends on the 28th. So you've got this week to get over there and check it out. Also, if you're into giveaways, be sure to check out CLK Supplies. If you don't already participate in their hashtag lock boss giveaway, they give away stuff regularly, um, some really good prizes. So you want to get over there and check that out. Starry Lock and Pocket Woman still doing Shout Out Monday series. So do a search for hashtag Shout Out Monday or head over to Starry Lock or, and or Pocket Woman's websites. Um, they're both doing shout outs for channels with less than 100 subscribers. They incentivize you to get over there and check those channels out and comment on those channels by having a giveaway for a 20 pound Law Lock Tools gift certificate every month. So get over there, check it out. It's a great way to support the new channels and also win yourself a uh, gift certificate. And on the Lock Sportscast and Charles Boldscrap channels, I am still doing my monthly giveaway for a custom engraved pack lock with my logo. I know I haven't done my January draw video yet, but I will get that done. Um, as soon as I'm done with work this week, I, I am on vacation. So I am trying to schedule an interview. I'll also do the live stream for the giveaway. And I'll be finishing up the Lucky Awards, uh, counting the votes and doing the live stream on that early. I plan on doing that on March 5th. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't already voted, vote. Go vote in the Locky Awards. Uh, you can vote till the 20th of February. And again, my gift, my uh, winner announcement video live stream will be on the 5th. Also, anything else you can do to support the podcast, anything you can think of, uh, any information you have, anybody you can share it with, or any talent that you have that you think could help out with the podcast, send me an email or uh, contact me on Discord and let me know. Thank you. And remember to keep it legal. Mm-hmm.